0: Welcome to the Maven Nation. Maven Nation, your tactical podcast to getting more, 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 or less. With your host, Michael Andrew. Good morning, everybody. It is September 12th, 2017. As I record this, I'm heading to the airport in about two hours, and I wanted to give you guys an update in terms of what's going on. I got a phone call yesterday from a good friend of mine, Craig Arnold. We've done many disaster aid missions together, and he basically said, get on a plane and head to Puerto Rico as soon as you can. So when that call comes, usually within 24 hours, I'm out the door. So just needed to tie up some loose ends. And I wanted to let you guys know, I I have not forgotten about the podcasts. I'm not going to neglect you guys. And I'm going to post an update as often as I can. It's going to take me about a day to get to Puerto Rico. And then we're looking at different ways to get over to St. Thomas. Apparently, St. Thomas is in really, really bad shape, and uh, I'm excited to get over there. I feel like I can bring a lot to the table, and I'm bringing um, a lot of very interesting tools with me in terms of software, and hopefully we can get some of these things tested. Many of you have asked if you wanted to donate. The website is redlightning.com, just like it sounds. That's my charity aid group. I will be working under the umbrella of the Salvation Army. I've been trained by them for International Disaster Aid Relief, and I've partnered with them many, many times. And so sometimes the question is, is why would you donate to Red Lightning? Well, long story short, uh, the Salvation Army is very well funded. The money that you donate to the Salvation Army, it, it really goes a long distance. There's very little overhead versus larger organizations. I won't name them. But what happens is when we get into these situations and we see an immediate opportunity, we cannot access, Craig and I, because we're volunteers, it's harder for us to access the Salvation Army funds. That goes through a whole system of regulation and paperwork, things of that nature. And when I have my own aid organization, I can see a need and fulfill it like immediately, you know. And we've done some incredible things just from the donations of you know 20 30 bucks we actually transported a cripple man out of the mountains of Nepal and put him up in a hospital for a year and that's something he just never would have had access to so what i look for is opportunities to use that money directly and and then i use social media to say this is you know where your money's going so that's what it is and it's just faster it's quicker my expenses to and from Puerto Rico are covered and once i get there and i'm with the team Things are pretty good, but I'm also going to try to test out this new app that I've been working on for years, and I really hope that it can revolutionize how communication happens in a disaster situation, and I think we're going to do a soft launch and get some of the other disaster aid people on board. So that's kind of the plan, but we really don't know what we're getting into until we get feet on the ground, at least one of us, and then um, we can start getting that information out. And the thing I love about disaster aid, there's a few things I just love about it. I'll, I'll just take some side notes and tell you. It is very uh, resetting. I don't even know if that's a word. It resets your core values. You know, You see people who have lost everything, and it just reminds you that whatever problems you have, they're nothing compared to what the problems of other people have. So in a way, I'm kind of selfish because I know this is going to be really, really good for me. And it's of all the things in the world I can do. This is my favorite thing, you know, and, and I last for about two or three weeks and I start getting pretty tired. So I don't think I'll stay longer than two or three weeks this time. The other thing that I, I just really love about it is it's very challenging in terms of problem solving. There's always a limited amount of resources, limited amount of people. Limited amount of ways to get it to them, and you have to become very creative. It's sort of like having a chessboard shown shown to you, and all the pieces are different. You know, there's some things that don't move right, and the board is cut up in different pieces, and you kind of gotta figure out how to make it work. And coming to this realization of, of taking efficiency and plugging it into the disaster zone it's super exciting. It's one of my favorite things to do. I'm so excited. It's, I hate to say it. It's almost recreational to me to go in there and, and try to figure out how to help these people who need it desperately. It's just so much fun and it's a lot of work. And there's some other, um, things about it. Like I can eat whatever I want and I'm going to lose 20 pounds. It's just because you, you know, you're so active and, Things of that nature. But anyway, I, I am really excited to get over there and help. The uh, the call from the Salvation Army wouldn't have come if it wasn't bad. And I'm going to do my best to post both on the podcast, in my social media, the blog, my Instagram, Michael the Maven, if you guys want to see what's going on. I'd love to hear from you guys. But I just want to say I haven't forgotten about you. I thank you guys so much for your support. And I'm going to bring you along on an awesome adventure we're about to have. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. And I'll update you as soon as I can.